Thanks so much for tuning in to Not Too Taboo. Um, we have not one, but two amazing guests today. You've seen him on Grey's Anatomy, Ugly Betty, Parenthood, and The Young and the Restless. And now he stars on the Netflix hit Lucifer. She's a photographer whose work you've seen in Vogue, Vanity Fair, and GQ. And they are producing partners and partners in life. Please welcome husband and wife, Kevin and Leslie Alejandro. Yay! Yay! <laughs> those, are, those are the dogs in the background. Yeah, that's our, our studio audience. Yeah, that was background. our studio. They're happy you guys are here. Did you hear that? <laughs> Seriously, though, like most American families right now, um, all of our lives have been turned upside down by COVID-19. So how are you guys coping during this time? Like, what are you doing while you are in quarantine at home? I think one of the number one things we're trying to focus on right now is not putting all the unnecessary pressure on ourselves to be to be productive, you know, this is a little bit of a reset, you know, and I think we're treating it as a such. Um, and we were very, you know, we're very fortunate to have each other, um, uh, to rely on each other to, to just sort of, sort of reassess everything that's important to us. You know, it's very easy for us, specifically, you know, where we live in, in our industries, it's, it's, it's easy to get caught up and move too fast mm-hmm. because you have meeting after meeting. So this is giving us the opportunity to sort of sit back, take a little bit of a breath and go, oh, you know, all these things that I've neglected to do, are, these are the days where I'm actually allowing myself, uh, allowing ourselves to, to sort of to do that. I mean, it's also been a, a, a really good practice for a mental check, um, yeah. trying not so hard to like Woody had mentioned about being too hard on ourselves for actually kind of honoring the ups and the, the ups and downs of your emotions. For me, I'm very A-type. <laughs> so yeah. for me, it was what I can't control is giving me the most anxiety and mm-hmm. I cannot control what's happening right now. Um, so I had to sit with that for a little bit and, uh, you know, force myself to get out of bed that first, you know, first couple of weeks was, yeah. was really rough. I, I, I will gladly admit Um and, you know, I usually come off as a very strong person and nothing gets me down. I'm pretty much happy-go-lucky. Um, and it was really, really tough. And But luckily, you know, I, I have a support group with our friends, our family, our colleagues, um, my husband, my son, who was, you know, who every day was just like, okay, you know, don't worry. If, if you need to chill, then chill. If, but when you're ready to do something, go ahead and do it. And because I had that time and I had that kind of support and I honored that support for myself, um, I feel better. I, I'm ready to get back to work. We should have called you guys in the beginning because Gretchen and I have put a ton of pressure on ourselves about all the crap we're not getting done, even though we've got the time to do it. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. so you know, I love what you guys are saying because I think that there was, you know, I just think it was such a hard period. It was such a hard transition for all of us. And Leslie, I love the fact that you embrace your emotions and that you, you know, can admit to the fact that, you know, it was a struggle. I mean, me too. I really, you know, as a type A personality, I am so used to being on the go and doing stuff and what's my next to-do list. And like to all of a sudden have that come to such a halt and everything kind of be stopped. And, you know, I'm like, wait, what? What do you mean I can't go outside my house? What do you mean I can't do it? You know, it was so confusing and and anxiety driven and just, you know, not knowing what was next and if we were going to have work or what was, you know, what was happening was, was scary. So I love the fact that you guys, um, you know, are speaking openly about that and talking about your emotions and then also embracing the fact that it was okay to take a minute of pause and, you know, reflection and look and really, you know, examine what was most important in life. Cause Slade and I did a lot of that as well. So I love that you guys are, are talking about that. Yeah. We're, you know, we're really, 
fortunate actually to be able to do that, you know. There are a lot of people out there that yeah. are not as fortunate as we are to, to take that time to sit in our emotions and they we're very have, they don't have the opportunity to sit and take a breath because you know like 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 our our healthcare workers are yeah. you know our necessary jobs that, that have to continue throughout this they have they have to double tap either you know both hey i have to deal with this what's going on in the world but i also have to provide for my family and i also still have to provide for society now because i am i'm on the front line so to speak don't think that we that we take for granted the, the profit that we are one of the fortunate ones who can go, oh, whoa, take a breath. You know, we're the first ones to, to, to think about, you know, what organizations need our help. Yeah. Well, think about the added stress uh, for those individuals, like you said, are essential workers. Not only are they struggling yeah. with, you know, the financial aspect of this, I've got to keep working. They're putting themselves at the greatest amount of risk because yeah. they're still being forced to interact with individuals who they don't know whether are they positive, mm. are they not. It's, it's a lot. Well, huge shout out to all of our people on the front line, all of our service workers, everybody, um, you know, that's been helping during this time. But okay, Absolutely. but I do have a question for you guys. So was there one thing during this quarantine that you guys have uh, done or that found that maybe you like or something new that you're like, oh, I tried this and I've never really tried that before. And this is this is a really good question, you guys, because we tried it and Gretchen's like, nah, don't like anything new, <laughs> including you. So... Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, this was part of Kevin since I've known him. We've been together. Um, it'll this um we didn't this uh, year will be our 18th year together. Wow! Amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Know, as, as long as I've known him, he's always wanted a green thumb. <laughs> so I love he it. wants a green house. The whole thing. <laughs> it's the, it's and I always thought it was so funny, but actually now he he built himself. A garden box. <laughs> yes, I love Kevin. Oh, man man after Gretchen's heart. Yes. I mean, I mean, I'm not talking buying seeds. I'm talking about <laughs> taking the vegetables, germinating seeds, peeling things, drying. I mean, things like wow. I'm a legit farmer now. Oh, I'm so jealous. Like, I only have a tiny little vegetable cart on the side of my house that has, like, herbs. But, gosh, you sound like you're, like, killing the game. I'm jealous. <laughs> I grew up in a small town in West Texas. And all of our produce and all of our vegetables came from our own garden. Right. So I grew up with that knowledge of knowing that that's knowing, you know, that it's possible. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah. In fact, you know, my, my chores were always, hey, go pull the weeds out of the garden. <laughs> um, now I'm like, hmm. I'm going to grab First of all, actually, that, that started a little bit out of fear. I yeah. was like, well, man, I need to hone in on my abilities to grow some sort of essential vegetables and stuff like that. Just yeah. Case. You know, like my mind went, completely to the far negative of like, okay, if everything breaks down, I yeah, like to, uh, survival I mode. Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, he's been honestly for the last, for years and years also, he's been collecting and growing his emergency uh, life, survival, survival kit. kit. <laughs> like we have a generator. We have, oh, you're we have serious. I'm hearing all these different stories from people that are, you know, they're get, they're taking this pause and they're getting the opportunity to do something that they've wanted to do for so long. And then, you know, whether it was for survival purposes at the beginning, now you've found something that you're like, I really enjoy this. Like a new passion. Yeah, a new passion. And it's something that is is something that you can come home and look forward to or do on the weekends when you're not working. And like, that's what I love about my um, garden is I go out there every day and I, you know, garden and I, and I work, you know, making sure my herbs are all good and it has all the special stuff oh. in 
on it. See, if I, I would go to the grocery store and literally buy Kevin's beefsteak tomatoes. <laughs> like it could be a whole, it could be like a whole side business for you. No, you're the brand manager. I love like it. I could be total brand. We make super hot peppers, Lu- Lucifer's peppers. Uh, they're super, super hot like oh me. Oh my God, yeah. you're so There's, there's a whole thing we could do with you. Speaking of Lucifer. Oh, I think. I think- I think he's taking it to the next level. He's growing a, a full-on salsa garden. Oh, <laughs> nice. I love it. See? That's, that's, oh, my that's, God. That's the you know in me. I'm <laughs> but, you know, so- you know, one of the things that I've noticed during this during this reset, that one thing that, um, that Leslie has been doing um, uh, is for a long time she put – when I first met Leslie, she was a musician uh, with a successful band, wow. you know, about to go on tour – um, um, another life. and you know, uh, another lifetime ago and, you know, we fell in love and had babies and life changes and, uh, and she's postponed her music for a long time. But now during, during this reset, I, I find her almost every morning and night playing the piano. Again. Oh, That's so great. That. Yeah. Leslie, you started, yeah. um, you're a musician at the age of 15, right? Yes, I, that was my first professional experience that I yeah, joined the Top 40 band. There's a lot of talent at the Alejandra um, household. I feel, I feel like, like there is. We yeah. need to move into their guest house. <laughs> I think so. I think right? we need to get some of their like juju. Like you would rub off on some stuff? Yeah. Uh, I mean, like the two of them, there's so much going on. They're actors, they're producers, they're <laughs> musicians, they're photographers. Like there's wait, wait so much going on. Fun. Oh, really? Our son, is, our son is like the talent that either of us have that cannot compare to what. Oh, what I love produced. that. Like, I, I think all our talent drained and, and ended up going to him. That, this is Caden, right? Yeah. yeah, this is Caden. Yeah, this is Caden. He's something else. And how's he doing during the quarantine? Is he like, how's he doing with schoolwork at home and all that stuff? Oh, he's, 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 he's thriving. <laughs> he's <laughs> thriving. He's a homebody. He loves he loves being home. You know, the one thing he does miss is miss being with his friends. Because, yeah. You know, he's now um, in the sixth grade, um, considered middle school. So this is kind of the time where he was really getting close to his friends and they were hanging out a lot. And so, it's, you know, during during a regular school week, he's not allowed on any screens. He has a phone, but he's not allowed to use it other than call us. Yeah. He's um, not allowed to be on his Xbox or computer. Yeah. Um, and then the weekends he gets to have that. So the we've been able to let him do that as long as he gets the work done. And we're really fortunate because he's pretty, he's pretty smart. So he gets the work that he needs. Um, luckily he hasn't had to ask for our help yet because we don't know anything about common core. I'm really good at math. <laughs> but whatever math that they're doing now, I cannot teach him because I think I would get frustrated and just throw the pen or, or paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sounds like you guys are hanging in there during this whole whole COVID-19. But I do have a question, Kevin, um, about Lucifer. So well, this is why you're asking, because he makes hot peppers in the garden <laughs> and he made some pretty hot TV. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. Absolutely. Um, the season ended abruptly before the season finale, correct? Yeah. Because Due to the COVID-19. Yeah. So, uh, like, yeah, explain it's been to a very us. long cliffhanger. Yeah. So, how how will that imp- impact the series? Well, we're. I mean, everything, honestly, everything's still uh, sort of swimming around in the unknown. Um, we, I think, we shot one scene of the season finale, mm. and that w- that happened because we're doubling up on right. episodes. So we're 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 shooting an episode, and they're like, okay, we have time to do this one scene. So they they were able to shoot one scene, and then that week they shut down production. So mm. we have, we're not really sure exactly how it's going to work out. Um, there was talk about a, a season six happening. 
Um, but now with all this news, I'm not really sure if that's even on the if those are those cards are even on the table anymore. Wow. Um, it'd be amazing if they were, but I don't know. I don't, right. I don't, I don't know the answer to that. So, so, so what's the big tease though for like this upcoming season? Since this is not too taboo, you're allowed here to talk about the things <laughs> you're not allowed to talk about. <laughs> so what is what is the what oh, is the big right. tease for season five that's going to draw people back? Like what are we? Uh, I, and I've seen the show. The biggest tease that's going to bring everybody back is the fact that I got to direct the yeah. finale. <laughs> yeah, I know. I actually was I was going to ask you about that. So you you directed the mid-season finale. So talk to us about that. How was your experience in front of the camera versus, you know, working behind the camera? And it, it, tell us a little bit about that experience well, for you. Well, because he got to call the shots, right? Yeah. And I don't know if, is, if their household's like our household, but I never get to call the shots. <laughs> At least so you know. Very, At least you know your place, buddy. I'm super interested in hearing about that because I have zero <laughs> control just in all transparency it's, it's very similar in my household however she lets me think i call the shot yes that's Mine exactly too. what it is there we go i love it leslie yeah. we're on the same page yeah, I, I married a way yeah. smarter woman than me and i know it it's it's, uh, it's funny to see when he tries to joke around in front of his friends and be like um, no, woman, I'm not listening to you. And then yeah. he's even laughing at <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're like, yeah, right, buddy. We know who runs, <laughs> who wears yeah, the pants. Exactly. In the <laughs> Too funny. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot in common, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, you know, the experience was amazing. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate again. Um, I keep saying that I'm fortunate, I'm fortunate, and I really am, but, uh, and I appreciate it. Um, but I'm also prepared they set me up with with big episodes that have to cover all kinds of genres so to speak yeah. um and intensity so you know actually one of the things that joe henderson uh who's our who's our showrunner um joe and hildy said listen we want to set you up in the best way possible so that when you when you leave this and it's and it's directing is that inevitable evolution that you want to progress in we want to give you the kind of episodes that you will have everything on your radar because they can never question whether or not you can do comedy, whether or not you can do action, whether or not you can do drama. So I was very fortunate that each episode that they gave me was filled with all of those kind of the, the richness of what makes filmmaking great. Well, but that that's really an incredible experience. That's I so mean, cool. I, I'm a, I was very lucky at one point. I did a 10-hour miniseries for History Channel, and it was Bill Paxton, Ray Liotta, uh, Roland Joffe directed. Oh, man. Um, and what I thought was amazing about Roland is that he pulled every one of us aside and said, look, this is who you are. This is your character. Like he went deep with us before cameras even started to roll. So there was really no question about yeah. who you were as a person. And to be able to st stand in Video Village and watch Ray go through those lines and do all these things. And it was really like an, a master acting class mm -hmm. when you see these guys, you know, walk through oh, their yeah. process. Times where, you know, Ray is so, you know, he's a method actor and he's so into his character that you couldn't talk to him. He'd go sit in a field where they were busy setting up scenes and moving lights for the next uh, series of pages that we were going to uh, film. So I can only imagine uh -huh. that, you know, you getting the experience to direct at that level and, and the experience of being an actor in front of the camera first and then having this support system around you. I mean, talk a little bit about that. You've, you've touched on it, but it really, I think it impacts your ability to direct in a massive way. I agree, man. When I'm behind that monitor and I've already broken down the script, it's my opportunity to play every single character in the movie mm -hmm. or in the show, Yeah. right? Yep. When I'm watching the monitor and I'm watching the actor go through what they go through, I'm, I'm feeling what they're getting. And if I'm not, then I've got to figure out a way to communicate. He or she should be going through this. So I can, if I find myself crying when they're crying or laughing when they're laughing or 
having the shortness of breath when they when when, when they have that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, is it, does the cricket is it look crazy? The truth, <laughs> yeah. The crew gets a kick out of me because I am because you're that. acting out behind the scenes <laughs> what they should it. be going through in that moment. I, I, yeah, I think you should be you should be filming like behind the scenes and like put it on like a YouTube thing or something to show like oh, the whole. He's, he's mouthing the script. No, but that's so cool. I think that would be fascinating to kind of see that play out like before your eyes, kind of like breaking the fourth wall in uh, reality TV. You know, like the people, the audience loves it when they break the fourth wall because it's just so interesting to see like what's actually happening to make the magic happen. You know, so yeah, that's true. I think that'd be interesting. So, are you finding that you prefer acting? Or directing? Yeah, that's a good question. Oh, yeah, that is a great question. Um, well, acting is my first true love. I, I prefer acting. I love directing, though. Um, and, it, and, and it's so new to me that, it, that it's fulfilling me. It's filling me with the same emotions and, and that I had when I first started acting. Like, just that love of yeah. learning and, 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 and growing. I can assume the directing is like, it's a little of that nervous excitement because like you said it is new so you're, you're learning as you're doing that's kind of fun yeah i love that yeah. um speaking of which i mean you guys are talking i love how you guys like compliment each other and lift each other up i love the dynamic in your relationship it reminds me a lot of slate and i but um what i also find interesting is you guys do a lot of things together <laughs> like you obviously are married you live together you have children together you work together and you recently produced and directed a film together called Adult Night. Okay, so you guys understand the premise of the movie is a swingers party. Um, and I just want to say good thing you're on Not Too Taboo, right? So we can we can talk a, a little bit about this more in depth. But um, tell us about what inspired the premise of this. There's a reason she's asking this too, is because we would love to have an adult night and we don't even know what that looks like. <laughs> yeah, we have no idea what adult night is anymore. <laughs> it's the story of a couple who, uh, you know, who has children who have just had another baby, uh, and they wanted to, they, 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 they needed a night for themselves to just sort of rediscover that romance, rediscover, you know, who they are together, separate from the children, and they get enticed to come to a party. And uh, midway through, they need to take a break from the party. They, 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 realize, they realize what kind of party it is. They realize what kind of party it is. And, and they, but they, they realize when they're, like, in the middle of it. <laughs> right, right. And, and, they, and, you know, I think they were trying to go with the flow to try and spark something new, but then in the middle of it, and that's where we open the scene, is they they, they sneak away to the bathroom to try and figure out what the heck they're doing. And you see the way they work, you see the way that they solve things together, you see that how they solve how they solve conflicts in their own way. But at the end of it all, you know that there's love, you know that they there's so much love and respect, and they and their communication and their communication is is and amazing. They're funny and flubbered and, and its own. And it's um, the, you know, they have and flawed. And flawed. Yeah. Um, so basically, they, they wrote a script like around your, your and my life. <laughs> they wrote a script around our life? Is that what you said? Yeah. I mean, it literally sounds like something oh, no, 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 you no, no, and no, I no, would no. get into. Hold I mean, a, think hold about it. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Land your plane, sister. Because. Like, I swear to God, it sounds like our, it, would, it sounds exactly the, like the something part, that would happen for us. The part of our life uh-huh. where we would end up at a swingers party right. and not realize it was a swingers party? Yeah. Or are you saying no, that yeah, we like are, we're swingers? No. Saying? <laughs> Last time I part? checked, I don't think we're swingers, but maybe, yeah, I mean, I maybe I'm confused. I don't think so either. And if we are, you should tell me about it because I'm missing out on something. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is like, I love like the story because it's about like people have kids and like they're just, you know, involved in like, 
life with children on the daily. And then it sounds like they wanted to just go have an adult night and like go out and then they find themselves in like this weird circumstance. And then they go in the bathroom and they're like, how in the hell are we going to get out of this deal? Or how are we going to get through this? It totally That would sounds, happen to you and me. That's what I'm saying. It sounds exactly like something that would happen to you and I. But, but my brain, my brain is going to the part of like, how do you do research for a swingers movie? Oh, interesting. Because, because if, if I'm just saying, good it's, questions it's my today, understanding Smiley. that Kevin played the part as the lead with his, with his on-camera wife, Leslie. Yeah. Right? Is that correct? You have a, you, you have a real wife, you have a real wife and then you have a work wife. Your co-star, your co-star is also a Leslie, right? I know it's, it's confusing and, and we're, she's one of my closest friends too, which is because she's Leslie Ann and I'm Leslie Ann. Oh, you both um, are Leslie so Ann? Yeah, Kevin, you're a so killer, crazy. brother. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No matter no if matter you're what. in if you're in a love scene on camera or if you're in a love scene at home, at least you got the name right, right? <laughs> exactly. The, the best thing, the funniest, the funniest thing that we all get a kick out of because Leslie Ann is married with uh, you know, her husband Chris, and she has a beautiful sweet boy named Kingston. When Kevin and Leslie Ann are on do any kind of post together mm -hmm. um the fans get confused about which leslie it is so people are like are they are they married are they not <laughs> like okay but, you know we're posting about our own other families and it, it just it does it confuses everybody that's cute but, but on the show on lucifer they're not a couple um they actually have like a funny banter and they have a really cool chemistry they're like brother and sister in real life so when um it started when we were in Vancouver and mm -hmm. Kevin was kind of itching to kind of create something and direct something. So he wanted to figure out, let's, let's shoot a short film, you know, two people and him and Lesanne wanted, has always wanted, wanted to do something yeah, together. Specifically wanted to do something together. And so he had reached out to his friend, Derek Ray, um, to, who's a writer to see, can you, can you come up with something that, um, that, you know, with, with these stipulations and, uh, Derek came up with this, but Lesanne's um, husband is um, an actor as well. Um, but he's also an acting coach. So he oh, really, really got this. What was fascinating for me is I'm, I'm, I'm a visual person, you know, being a photographer and working in the editorial industry, but I'm not as experienced with directing actors. So to see the process of Kevin and Lesanne and Chris working through these emotions with these, with these guys, like I can block, I can set up shots, I can do lighting. And, you know, these, these, these are the things that I, that I love to do, but it was so fascinating for me to get involved with something that was very, you know, heavy dialogue uh, with heavy dialogue and, and emotional roller coaster with these two characters. And then also just like fascinating to see the chemistry between Kevin and Leslie Ann um, that is like beyond. And it was just, it was, it was just amazing to, to see this whole thing come to life on set. Um, so yeah, it was, it was such a great experience. Leslie, I love how like, calm and collected you are when you talk about your husband and the other Leslie Ann having such great chemistry because like woman to woman, I got to ask you, is it ever hard for you to see like your man hot and heavy with another actress? Like, how is that for you? I would think that would be so weird. I'd be like, okay, you were given way too much like tongue on that scene or something. I don't know. I think I'd be, <laughs> I'd be like, it's a movie kiss. They're not tonguing. <laughs> well, whatever. Oh. Uh, whatever. <laughs> uh -huh. Uh -huh. Nice. <laughs> so, no, I mean, just, you know, 
honestly, I'm not a very jealous person. I'm a very practical person. And so, you know, our rules when it comes to, um, you know, relationships and who we are and, and whatnot, my whole thing with him has always been, you know, Kevin is a very, um, you know, charismatic. He's very charismatic. <laughs> I mean, he's very, he could be very. I love how he's dirty. answering in the background. He sounds yeah. so much like me. Yeah, he's like, I'm wicked intelligent, but go ahead, baby. I'm sharp as a tack, but you keep going. <laughs> he's a. Uh, but yeah, he's, you know, he can be flirty and whatnot. So I always, I'm not going to change who he is. I'm not going to, but don't make me look stupid. Yeah. Don't make me look stupid. Totally. Do, do your thing. Don't get yourself, don't get yourself caught in something that, you know, that um, you can't get out of. Basically, don't be, don't be you know, Brad and Angelina, basically, is the moral of the story. <laughs> I know, I know. But what, the amazing thing about him and how it's always been since we've met is, is that um, he always, he's very upfront with his scene. Uh He's very sweet, and every time I meet his co-stars that he's going to end up, you know, having these scenes with, are just always great, and he's great. He's always been great with introducing me to them. And then I do have a rule, though, for myself, is that if there's any love scenes, if there's any kissing scenes, I just don't want to see it in person. So mm. um, anything that he does, I'll watch on TV, and I can I can immerse myself into the into into the world absolutely, and 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 the imagination of of whatever is on screen. Um, I just don't need to see it in person, really. So, so, it, so to tell you the truth, it really doesn't bother me. I mean, the best time was it was when he was on a show called True Blood, mm-hmm. and everybody kept saying, "How did I feel about him kissing um, a guy?" And oh. I was like, "Well, it's a, at least it's not a hot girl." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would totally feel the same way. <laughs> no, Gretchen tries to get me to kiss hot guys. Oh, Gordy, as if you're so funny. She's so weird. <laughs> That's so you funny. You guys, to be honest though, Gretchen, you have a similar philosophy. Yeah, I really do. You, uh, as Leslie. Yeah. Because when we first tell him what you said when we first started dating? I always said, see, every every couple I've ever seen that has ever like ended up divorced is because I, I think personally is because one of the main things was that they the other one was like cheating on the other one, right? And I always just said right. to Slade, like, just don't like, if you're going to cheat on me, like, tell me you're going to cheat on me. <laughs> like, basically that was the premise was, look, if, if you feel like you need to like go be with somebody else or go somewhere, let's like, just be honest about just, it. Let's talk about it and let's figure before out why. Before you go commit the crime. Or before you go commit the crime. And maybe I'll say, you know, and I, this was back then, this was 10 years ago because we've been together 11 years. Yeah, so believe I, me, I don't have this flexibility oh, wow. today. Yeah, let's t- be clear. It's changed since then because now we have a child together and all this stuff. So I kind of have a different philosophy now. But back then I was like, look, I might be open to, you know, exploring what's there. But I guess the point was, was that I just wanted to always have an open, honest relationship. And it's like, let's just talk through it and see what, you know, needs to, what needs need to be met or what's not being met so that we can work through it together as a couple rather than. However, you have to be honest about the fact that that initial conversation was not about me really. Yeah. Thinking that I you, I would be out looking at someone else or being with someone else, it was about you. Oh, because you're gonna you, really throw me under the bus. You always had a backup. <laughs> Jesus, Jiminy Cricket. See, this was it wasn't very, about me. This was at was the very you. beginning. You can I cannot even believe you're saying that right now. This is this great is a, content, you this guys. This is at the very beginning of the and relationship. It's all Leslie's fault because she how started did, it. How did this become about me and not about our guest right now, Slade? No, it is. I'm just seeing if there's some correlation <laughs> between their philosophy. I like them a lot. <laughs> well, well, honestly, though, I, I, I agree and, and, and uh, with what you guys are saying because that open communication is 
everything. And unfortunately, a lot of people kind of live in, in a mundane uh, acceptance of, uh, how do you say? Mediocrity. Yeah, complacency. So if you're going to cheat on me, you either need to tell me or... Or um, don't let me find out because once you do, then we have an issue. Then have a problem, you know? <laughs> I love that but, she's like, "Don't I'm let me find out." That's funny. But I, but I'm also like, but but I'm also, I'm you know, I feel I'm very in, intuitive. Yeah, and and I'm nosy as as hell, all hell. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. you know, there's going to be hardly any way that you can hide this from me because yeah, this, this is not an easy thing. And, and guys, when it comes to that kind of stuff, can be really really dumb about it you know but, yeah they really are yeah leslie I kevin and i are still here but, but I'm, I'm, i don't sit in complacency i don't i don't sit in wanting it to be okay just to be okay you know like yeah. I'm, you know i'd like to talk about Gretchen, you know, our a-type personality i want to make sure that i i understand and know what is going on because i'm i i don't believe in a make-believe love or make-believe world i don't I don't believe two people have to stay together for a child just yep. if they are miserable. I, I don't believe in that stuff. So if something is wrong, I'd really like us to work through it. issue forward so that we can discuss how it's fixable. Yeah. yeah. So exactly. with that said, how do you guys actually keep the spark alive? Like in your sex life, in your relationship? Like how do you, what, what do you do to keep that? I mean, you guys said 18 years. Is that what you said? 16. 16 years. That's a long time. It'll be 18 years oh. in November. We're going on our 18th year. Yeah. That's so we've amazing. been married 16 years this past February. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's all a, a, a bit of checking in with each other. We've always something, I think we talked about it. Well, that's what it is. It's always checking in with each other, I think. You know, it's like even when we had a kid, um, one of the things that we said to each other was, look, you know that I love you. Um, and I know that you love me. Um, but the love for this kid is going to be also inevitable. Right. And it's, you know, from, from what I've seen, like you're always, you're, you're always going to love that kid. But we have to remember that that kid came into our life. Yeah. Our love came first. Our love should always be first so that we don't forget about each other. It, it was something that a friend of mine, when I, um, <clears throat> when she was pregnant, she said that somebody told her, so then she told me when I was pregnant and it was that exactly that, this, you're going to love this child no matter what. And it's going to, you know, it's going to take all your time, energy, um, mind, soul, heart, everything. Um, so the work really comes with you and your husband. So if you put each other first, um, then then the the unit of the family is always going to be strong. I mean, and it's a running joke, even when Caden asks Kevin, who do you love more than your mommy? He goes, uh, your mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And Caden knows what he means because if one person is not okay, how are we going to raise this child or what is, what are we teaching this child? Um, if if we're not taking care of the other person too. So true. That's so true. And it's such a great example for your child to see, you know, that love between the parents and that you guys do make each other the first priority and the thing that, you know, is the most uh, special in your lives. I, I mean, people miss that all the time. I feel like with, you know, the kids, it's like they're staying together just for the kids, but then they scream and fight all day long. And it's like the kids, you know, are yeah. seeing that and that, that they think that that is, they associate that with what love is. And then, you know, they find themselves in dysfunctional relationships right. when they get older. So I think that's such a great thing that you guys really put that at the forefront of your relationship. Well, it comes I, down to the communication. Yeah, I mean, it really does. Gretchen just, beat me into submission. Yeah. I used to not like to talk about stuff. <laughs> now she can't shut me up. It's so true, literally. I told him, I literally told him, I think it was like year five. And I was just like, look, 
here's the deal. Like either you start communicating with me or we're done. Like it's, it's black or white for me, buddy. Like you can't just like sit there and, you know, sit in your emotions for 10 days and then finally decide to talk about it. Like I I just was like, it's not going to happen. I used to have to marinate. Now, now it's gotten so bad if we're having sexy fun time, I call my own name. Oh my God. <laughs> Don't even listen to this crazy guy right now. Okay, so I heard that you guys were engaged just one month after you started dating. Is that true? And if it is, we got to hear the story. It is very true. We met because he was helping my neighbor move in um, next door. Nothing happened for a couple of months um, because, you know, I think also the neighbor was just like, don't. Um, don't poop where I sleep, you know, basically. <laughs> so, <laughs> don't drop a snicker bar where I have lunch. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> and so, but then when it happened, it happened um, pretty strong and pretty fast. We became we were obsessed with each other. Once, once we knew that there was, we became friends first, you know. Yeah. Uh, but then once we crossed that line of, once we shared our first kiss, like there was an, like it, for me anyways, like I was obsessed with it. Like I could not, Aww. could not stop. He was 26 and I was almost 29. So, but for me, I was like, oh God, he's too young. And, yeah. you know, he's a this, this struggling actor that just got here from Texas. <laughs> then it was just kind of this one night and, uh, and there was obviously chemistry. Um, but I didn't know because he was kind of playing, not really hard to get it wasn't. It wasn't like I was chasing him or anything, but I was trying to give him hints that I was interested in. He was kind of turning a, he, he was just not reciprocating. A little blind eye, maybe. He was number, just playing you know? coy. He was playing I coy. He was being very coy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or I was just super, I was just clueless. I mean, he even technically asked me to be his girlfriend. That's how young he was. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah so, we, he, he made dinner for me one night when we were at her apartment. And uh, uh, she was sitting on my lap. Like, we Kissing and talking, and I was like, I didn't know any other way to say it other than, "Will you be my girlfriend?" <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> so I said, Will you be my girlfriend? <laughs> and that then is cool. That was, you know, that was in November, and then for around Christmas time, um, he took me back home to meet his family and, you know, and friends because he went to the University of Austin, so uh, University of Texas in Austin. So. Um, we went to Snyder and, uh, but yeah, that's where he proposed. And wait, um, that's on, that's on, uh, and... that's on 6th street, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. I know this because I know this because I went to school in Texas at Baylor university in Waco. And so we used to go down. Oh, yeah. Really? Like I went to school at Baylor. So we used to go down to Austin all the time. That was like the party place, that's you know, the Baylor bear. Arr, go bears. <laughs> oh yeah. And so we used to go to, down there all the time. So oh, wait a minute. Okay. So let me get this straight. You literally proposed in a bar. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, you know what? It was, it's a it's an establishment, yeah, Gretchen. Okay, why you, you got to downgrade yeah, it to bar? Yeah, listen, Kevin, you gotta you gotta like um you gotta like give an explanation of this. Don't because... take away at my friend Kevin's restaurant, Gretchen. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. I apologize for my my wife. You gotta defend your uh, your engagement in a bar. <laughs> it, it was a bar. It, was, it gets better though. It was a bar. We uh we're out in Austin. My buddy had just gotten married, probably. Several months before that, I knew I was going to switch, or I didn't know I was going to do it then. Though he got the ring for me. I got a Snyder, and I got my mom. My mom, my mom had passed away several years before that. Mm, so sorry. My my, my, uh, my sister had had, had her ring, mm. uh, which was her mother's ring. Which had I had two younger sisters, 
So in that ring has each one of our first stones. Mm. So that's what I wanted to use for posters. So I knew, I asked my sister and she was like, yeah, cool. Um, uh, you can have the ring. So, but I didn't know I was going to do it on that trip. I just wanted to make sure that I had it in my possession so that when the moment was right, I would do it. And then that, you know, we were, I was having such a good time with all my buddies and reliving our, our old stomping grounds, like Maggie Mays. Um, and there's like, you know, sawdust on the floor. Oh, and we're my gosh. Tequila and, and just having fun. I took Leslie in the bathroom to kiss her. And like, we went in there. And we were just like, Professor, I love you so much. Oh, I love you so much. And I was like, I, I, I want you to be my wife. She goes, I want to be your wife. Like, Wait a minute. Did you propose in the bathroom? <laughs> I did. I did. I did. <laughs> the story just keeps getting more better and better. Not only was it in a bar, but it was in the bar bathroom that I proposed. I mean, talk about romantic. <laughs> and back, back, this, is, this is back before Leslie got a hold of my... Uh, my style. So <laughs> I would always wear my my, cow, my cowboy boots and my button up cowboy shirt. So that's what I'm wearing. And so I kick the bathroom door open because it's kind of in the middle of the <laughs> and I, we the door opens and we come my my shirt's kind of halfway unbuttoned. Oh my and god! He comes out and we're drunk and we just yell top of lungs. We're gonna get married! Oh, that's <laughs> so cute. Wait a minute. Okay, oh, this is important. Were you in the women's bathroom or the men's bathroom? It was a. No, it was a. It was a one. Yeah, it was like a one single bathroom. Oh, got it. Literally in the middle of the garden, next to the bar, next to the main bar. It was the middle of of this. You know. So it was gender neutral. <laughs> what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. But, you know, gender, well, gender yeah, neutral. Gender fluid. <laughs> I was just. I was imagining not, like them. Like I, I had this image of like, you know, all these guys like in the background, like peeing and them standing right there being like, I want to marry you. <laughs> it's just like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Takes it to a whole new level. He's like, I felt encouraged and super cocky in this moment. <laughs> oh my God. We'll make sure to write that scene. Exactly. That's a must in a future exactly. project. That is a must. Oh my God. That's so funny. And so, so, you know, then, then afterwards, you know, we had done a lot of drinking. We wake up the next morning. Um, he didn't give me the ring at that moment. It was literally how we said we were professing. And it was kind of in the moment of, I'm spending with my life with you. I'm spending with my life. that whole deal. So the next morning we wake up in our hotel room and we woke up, kind of, you know, obviously hungover, a little bit, you know, blurry of what the night was before. Looking at each other, going, did, did we just tell everybody we're getting married? Right. And I, and for me, I was kind of like, uh, did we really just do that? And did he really mean it? Yeah. And um, and then not even with any hesitation, he pulls the ring out. Oh, um, that's so cute. That's so cute. Yeah. So then that's kind of when he gave it to me with it. So he didn't give me the ring in the, in the bathroom. That's um, cute. And then it wasn't until then we got married a year later. A wow. little bit over a year later. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But, you know, I, I actually did a more traditional proposal. Um, because I, knew, I knew how important it is, um, specifically, like, you know, growing up the way I grew up and growing up the way Leslie grew up, um, to ask the father for permission. Yeah. Um, so I did on Christmas morning. Oh. I asked her dad if it was okay. If I married his daughter and he approved. And that morning I proposed to her. In front of her mom and her dad and her sister. Uh, but this is the this is this is the he this is the ring. At the time, Kevin, you know, was still um, a struggling actor, and he had gotten a job working at this uh, 
gelato. Gelato shop in in on I was a barista, and I swung gelato. <laughs> and his, but but he, what's incredible about his story at that place was the two women who owned the shop who just believed in him and as an actor and let uh-huh. him leave if he needed to leave for auditions and whatnot. And you know they met me of course, and and um, we just loved them so much. And so he didn't have, really. There was a ring that we had seen. Um, that he knew that I liked, but I didn't think anything of it because for us back then it was like, yeah. it was too expensive and yeah. whatnot. And they actually fronted the money for him and wow. just slowly took no it out way. of his paycheck. Wow, um, that's so nice. So they were able to give him that ring. I know it was very sweet. And, and so that was the ring. I had no idea that he, he would have even been able to get that ring. So when he um, proposed in front of my whole family, actually asked my dad um, if he can marry me. Uh, that was that was like a beautiful moment as well. So basically, so. he redeemed then, himself course, you know, from the bathroom uh, bar <laughs> proposal. I, I was I was okay with the bathroom bar. I mean, uh, that was romantic to us. I mean, I, I love I'm that. a big romantic, anyways. Yeah, and uh, no, but that's know, so cute that that, that like. That that like matches with your guy's personality, you know. I love that. Well, that's Gretchen, so in this business, that's called yeah. a dry run. <laughs> <laughs> he was just he was just working through the scene. That's all. So I like it. Oh, exactly. And and it's the funny thing was, it's me telling my best friend after we were engaged. You know, that first time after a month that I was that I was um, engaged to you know to this guy, um, and he was like, his exact words were. Um, you cannot marry an actor. You know, do you, you want to be poor the rest of your life? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So you guys literally, you live together, you work together, you quarantine together. Is there anything you guys don't do well together? This is the time to talk about it right now. <laughs> uh, Get it yeah. off your chest. When, don't hold back. When she, uh, when she helped you put together my audition for self-tape, <laughs> I'm a little sensitive to her notes. <laughs> because usually her notes are like, Mm, that wasn't very funny. Oh, that's no, funny. No, it's, it's more like, are you going to do it that way? Oh, yeah, that's so me. That is, that is so, so me. Oh my gosh, I like like our our open to our podcast. I'm literally like criticizing the way he's like talking and introducing. I'm like, why are you saying that word right now? Like that word is not necessary. Stop in the middle recording. <laughs> so you're going to really say it like that? I mean, I'm it, like, I can't believe you're saying it like that. It shouldn't be. Hey, it should just be like, hi guys, not hey. She's like, she's like, dude, you're tripping over your own lips. Like, what's going on? So I feel you on that. I totally but feel you on that. I'm going to have to separate you and Leslie right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like I can't even let you guys hang out. <laughs> when we work together, we do have to check ourselves. So, okay, is, is this, a, is this a, a legitimate emotion that I'm feeling right now? Or am I just being sensitive because I'm being sensitive? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you know we, we try not, I mean, I'll be honest, I take everything personally, but, you know, yeah. but it's, it's also amplified when it comes from your other half right yeah, so, so you have we have to pay attention to it you know we have to know that you know we've decided to do something together uh that we need to take you know the minor sensitivities away and really sort of look at things objectively when 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 she gives a note or when we're suggesting something if we're trying to develop something yeah um because you're right we are working together every day you know on because that's what we love to do. We want right. we want everything to happen for for our family mm-hmm. together. And I like to think that together we make one bad ass direction. 
<laughs> I love that. But that's really smart yeah. though, because I think, you know, I, I think we, uh, ha- as couples have an advantage though, because we're in the business of emotion mm-hmm. and it's very intuitive that you guys right. can take a step back and, and really assess what's happening in that moment and, and think about it. Gretchen's really good at that as well. Um, you know, I like to remind everyone that she has a degree, degree in psychology and I get psychoanalyzed on the daily. <laughs> um, From Baylor University. <laughs> yeah, baby. Hey, I, eyes darting down and to the right. You're lying. Um, at, at, least it's, at least it's legitimate because I don't have a psychology degree and I analyze everything on the daily. <laughs> oh, too funny. I think it's so great to hear from another successful co- uh, couple like you guys and how you really navigate through, you know, doing life together and working together and raising a child together and all that. I mean, like you said, it's not necessarily like you wake up every day and you're like, oh, this is, you know, a cakewalk, but it's, it's really about, you know, in the work, yeah, the, the work, but also just really, truly, um, learning who, you know, who's, who has this strength or who has this weakness and where to kind of pick up, you know, and fill in with each other on those different areas that you might be struggling with or whatnot. I just, I love how you guys communicate, how you talk as a couple, oh, how you, you you know, work through things. And it, it's it's just inspiring to hear that. So thank you guys so much for sharing all that. But I do have a little game we're going to do with you guys, okay? Because we're going to test out, you know, okay. how good this is, right? Okay. So we're going to call it the not so newlywed game, okay? The first question is, what's your partner's go-to karaoke song? So Kevin, you reveal Leslie's song and then Leslie, tell us if it's right, okay? Okay. Okay. Her go-to karaoke song would be Oh Darling from the Beatles. <laughs> All right. Ding, 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 ding. Wow. That's good really, job. really good. That's really impressive. That's really, uh, yeah, that's yeah, fantastic. Good job. Look yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I good wish job. the whole world would get the opportunity to get her sing it because she's amazing. Oh, um, see how cute they are. Just, she's a recording bad. artist, though. That's not fair. I know. She kind of is cheating on that, but. <laughs> I know. Okay. I, mean, I sound I, like a drunk so chicken. Funny, like, <laughs> it's funny. When, 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 we, when we do carry it, we used to carry it a lot, actually. Um, and all of a sudden, this. You know, the bar would be loud, and then Leslie would, would start the first note, and everyone, everyone would get look quiet. and go, wait, that, that voice came out of that little girl? Yeah. Oh, I'm I like love five, that. I'm like tall. I love that. That's so cute. So, you know, if Gretchen and I tried to sing together, she'd be like, you're going to sing it like that? Yeah, I would totally yeah, be like, like um, you should not sing right now. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're off pitch. I wonder like, if I even know, I don't even know if I know what your karaoke jam would be if you sing It changes. Yeah, I feel oh, like wait, it does change. I feel like it changes right now. I On would say it would be "Let It Go" by Fro- for Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we sing on the daily with Skylar. Okay, here's the deal. Last week, yeah, la- last week. Oh my gosh, she would have been right last week. Oh, what's the? Oh, this, this week, week it's trolls. It's trolls, and I got a feeling. Yeah, it's you're right. Just you're right. It is that we have similar hair, and I just I associate with all the trolls. Oh, that's so funny. We, we kind of look a lot. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right now, you do look like a troll with your hair that hasn't been cut in like twelve weeks. Like the other day, you got like two days ago he literally came down with my sparkly headband in his hair and i'm like what are you doing right now oh <laughs> and he's like i'm playing dress up with skylar oh <laughs> i'm like oh my god okay Gretchen, you're revealing way too much not too taboo content right now okay um leslie i'm gonna have you answer this first where's the wildest place you've had sex and don't tell me it was at an adult night party in the bathroom <laughs> no doing first. research yeah yeah i want leslie to answer first uh it was the the dressing room at a Victoria's Secret. Ooh. 
Juicy. Okay, Kevin, would you agree with that? And if not, is there a runner up? Hold on. I think you moved on way too fast. What? Okay. Because that was a great visual. And I need the marinade for a second. And then it made me, I got a little FOMO because I'm like, well, why, why, we ha- why haven't we been that creative? Like when you're trying on some sexy fun time lingerie. <laughs> that's a bit, that's, that's, that's a very interesting, like, is this a proposition right now? <laughs> I feel like I got to call these two for notes next time I take you shopping. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Were you not afraid of like cameras? I don't know. I'd be afraid of like cameras. There's no cameras in the dressing room. Well, I don't know. Not really. Really? Now we might bring a camera really. for research. Okay, but wait a minute. Would you be afraid of people like <laughs> hearing you <laughs> for research? Would you be afraid Let's of people? Not, you, the, the yeah, go ahead, Kevin. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, yeah, I think that's part of the excitement, though. Here, oh. a little bit. You know, you, one of the questions you asked earlier, like, what do you do to spice up your sex life and all of that? That's kind of what we do. Like, oh, this that is juicy. Be, wait, you go like, to like retail stores and have sex in the dressing answer. rooms? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're we're like every store manager's nightmare. Oh, that's hilarious. Like, this is hilarious. Like, hey Gretchen, do you just get the feeling you want to be really good friends with these guys? <laughs> no, but what I lo- no, but what I love about this now is paparazzi is gonna be like following them around to retail stores and be like, let's oh, see if we can no, catch them in the awful. dressing room. That would be awful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean this, this was a while ago. I have I have to say that as I've gotten older, I've definitely not been as Spontaneous as he probably likes to be. Uh-huh, that's a good save, a Leslie. Bit. Yeah, good, yeah. Save. I don't know. good save. Dad, yeah, nice save, uh, Leslie. Uh huh. I, I think she's she's being modest. She's wrong because, like, not too too long ago, we we went to jazz night. Uh, the Kevin and Guess what? Why are you saying? Oh, sorry, this. sorry. Never mind. Oh, because somebody got to play an instrument. <laughs> Somebody was singing into the microphone. Okay, sorry. Wait, sorry. <laughs> we digressed. And so we, you know, we 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 started at the at the table. Oh my god, I love it. Didn't quite like we, we, we thought, okay, first of all, let me set this up so you don't think that there's like a spotlight on this or anything like that. We were in it was kind of in the in a corner. Booth. We had a whole, you know, one of those round booths to ourselves, and you know, they sit kind of high, and so you know, we weren't like completely in the light. We were kind of having kind of fun that way, mm-hmm. and then we had to and move it to the car. <laughs> and then we, yeah, we got our car from ballet. We got our car from ballet and only made it across the street to the parking meter. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> I love it. That sounds, like, like, that sounds like that one time in Beverly Hills. There's all these cars coming in and out, ballets, moving vehicles, but we're at the parking meter right there. I love it. Oh my God. I really I feel it. like you guys are our people. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, <laughs> Slade, where would you say was the wildest spot that we had sex? I'm curious if you if you remember the good times. <laughs> you're curious if I remember the good times? The good old days, back the in the days. days. Well, when it, we actually used to have sex before a baby. <laughs> but it's very similar to them. So it's it's either A, uh, a parking lot in New Orleans after a big fight. With a gigantic helicopter filming above. Yeah, with a helicopter filming the uh, the oh show we were God. we were oops. The TV series we were part of at that point, and the helicopter was filming and then, or it was the, with the, my picture, with the face of my picture on yeah, the front her, of the car. Yeah, here I'll set this visual up for you. We, we, we did the Gumball Three Thousand, and Gretchen was racing for charity, and the car is all you know, flames, purple flames down the side of the car. It has her has her face on the hood. 
So it's not a picture. It's like it's like wrapped with my face because I was I was racing for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, and so I had it on the front of the car, like you know, with the address. I was I was running for I was nominated nominated I should say for Woman of the Year. Jeez Louise, I'm like sounding so horrible that I'm like nominated for Woman of the Year, and then I'm having sex in the front seat of the car with a helicopter above. This is sounding really bad. <laughs> and we didn't realize that the helicopter was like literally like flying film, over flying our-, our car and like filming our car at that oh. time and we were like literally having sex in the car. They're like they're like filming for Speed Channel. Oh, our cars oh, oh my god. They're filming for Speed Channel. Our car is rocking back and forth. They're like, "Oh, they're having car trouble apparently." Oh. <laughs> I, I you you guys should look for that footage. I know. Literally. Could be on YouTube. Oh my god. In the archives. Could be on YouTube. I can't confirm that. That's so funny. Okay. Who would be the one celebrity pass that you would allow your partner to have sex with? There you go. Okay, we don't talk uh, about never. We, you know, we can't do that. <laughs> what is that? Well, what is, no, it's, what it's, it's too taboo. I love it. It's too it's taboo. It's too ta- you can say it's too taboo to answer. You're tapping out? Yeah, he's tapping out. He's pleading the fifth. That is too taboo to answer. I, I, and and just, to, just to be fair, we have, it's funny because as most couples have have asked them themselves this question. We have never done it because Kevin never wants to know. From the very beginning. Oh. I, I work in this, this is, I work in a, in a business of, we work in a business that's full of celebrities. Yeah. So the, the chances of us that's seeing true. them and, and ending up in front of them. them. I act with them. That's true. The chances are just too high. <laughs> that's so, that's so true because how awkward would that be if I'm like, okay, cause see, see my celebrity crush would be Chris Pine for sure. Like that is totally my past. Right. And like, Chris if, Pine? if, Chris if yeah, Chris oh, Pine. yeah, trust Chris me, Pine. she's walked the red carpet with Chris and she made it known. <laughs> My God, no, I did not. Oh, you were so goo goo gaga. Oh, as if I'm like, hi, Chris, do you want to have sex with me? That's not what I did, you turkey. Okay, but listen, so, so. Gee, Chris, that's a really big train you're riding in the movie. Oh, my God. It looks so unstoppable. Oh, my God, you guys, this guy, I can't. No, but so, but I totally see what you're saying. Because if I was legit an actress and then all of a sudden I like ended up with doing a movie with this guy and then my husband knew that this was like the one guy that I like went. I could totally see how that might be awkward. Yeah, that would be so. Awkward. I don't. I, I don't even have. I don't even have a celebrity crush. Yeah, I don't even have a celebrity crush. That's probably a really good role that oh, you guys good have. Good answer. Good answer. Oh, I don't, I don't even have one. By the way, I don't even believe him. That's the funny part. Like, I totally think he's lying right now. Well, who is it then? <laughs> you told me before it was like Eva Mendez or something. Are you over her already? Okay, Eva's pretty hot. <laughs> You're over her. <laughs> she's no longer. She's no she's longer. She's been in a long-term relationship with. Ryan. That doesn't matter. We're in a long-term relationship too. It's called a pass for a reason, buddy. (laughs) Okay. So you guys, um, we're going to wrap up this awesome podcast with you guys, but tell us what other projects are in the works for um, Alejandro Films and where people can find you on social media and all of that good stuff. Yes. We, uh, you can find us at at Alejandro Films underscore um, on Instagram and Twitter, I believe. Um, At this point right now, we have um, projects that we are uh, working on um, on various stages of development. Yeah, so everything from an animated series to um, we're actually expanding the, um, our characters that you see in Adult Night um, and into series form as well. Right now, we're actually working on um, uh, writing and developing uh, a film that stars myself and my son. 
you know, and it's a father-son story. Oh, cool. Uh, to shoot during this quarantine if we have, you know, if, 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 if we can. We are, we're, you know, we're fortunate that we own all of our own equipment with lights and cameras and lenses mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Yep. So we have an entire, we're going to, we want to do uh, an entire Alejandro Films production where it's just me, Leslie, and Caden, where we do everything. That's well, amazing that you guys are like teaching him well. this at this age and he's learning. All, this is cool. I, w- I want to be like a kid in your household. Yeah. That would be so fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're lucky. We're lucky that he uh, loves this business as well. He's really interested in filmmaking. Wow. So, and, and all of us are. So we, yeah. you know, he's, he's he's kind of following in dad's footsteps. You know, uh-huh. when, when he was ten, we let him. We allowed him to get a. Um, finally, got get a commercial agent, and then it wasn't just until this last year that um, he signed with Kevin's managers actually and. He shot both the commercial and he, he got a co-star role on The Rookie with Nathan Fillion, uh, who's all on the same lot as Lucifer. So he got a little bit of special treatment there that I was trying to tell him it's not really like that. In right, <laughs> right. Um, but he loves it. He loves, he That's loves so he's cool. like making That's his own cool. money now. I mean, you guys have been so much fun today. Funny, so right? thank you so much for taking your time out yeah. of today to spend with us on Not Too Taboo and sharing all your, your deep, dark secrets about sexy fun time. <laughs> just I think I'm, I think I'm actually voting. I'm voting for Kevin and Leslie Alejandro as our, as our celebrity couple dream date. <laughs> I love it. That would be fun. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, congratulations you guys on all of your great success and everything you guys have going on and uh, be sure to check them out and be sure to uh, check out Kevin on Lucifer. I'm so excited about, you know, that coming yeah, back and, yeah. and seeing all, all everything that pans out with that. And we wish you guys tons of continued success. Yeah, yeah, definitely stay safe and stay and you sanitized. Well. You thank too, you guys. For, we had so much fun talking with you guys. And thank, so thank you for everything and um and for for the time as well. Yeah, and inspiring, you know. I, I love I love what you guys are about and how uh-huh. you know that the strength of, of you as a couple is important and as a family unit and uh, you know, that's obviously what we're about as well. So it was a, such a pleasure to meet him and speak with you. Oh, thank you. We too. appreciate you guys so much. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Not Too Taboo. Remember to like, remember to download and subscribe. Thanks, Thanks for guys. listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye.